hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Daily in the Word. I am your host and teacher, Rich Chassie. Today, we get to finish the story of the woman at the well. Yesterday, we were introduced to this Samaritan woman who had had five different husbands, and the one she was living with now was not her husband, and Jesus revealed to her that he indeed is the Messiah. And today we get to read the conclusion of this story. So today, John chapter 4, verses 27 through 42, and we'll begin reading in verse 27. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. But then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have brought him food? My food, Jesus said, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying? It's still four months until harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, Many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. So we come to the conclusion now of this story of Jesus and the woman at the well. And she is so excited about what has happened now that she forgets her water jar, verse 28, she forgets her water jar down at the well, and she runs back to the townspeople to tell them about this man that she has just met. Come and see a man who told me everything I ever did. This would be curious to those who would hear her. This would be alarming to those who would hear her. Is this a guy who would know everything about me as well? And her declaration or question, actually, could this be the Messiah? This is not her coming in and boldly proclaiming, this is the one. This is her kind of asking the question, couldn't this be the one? Could it really be? And in that way, because of her reputation, she, she doesn't force the issue, but she asks the question and it makes them curious. And so they came out of the town because they wanted to find out. They wanted to know, is this the one who would be our Messiah? Now, his disciples had returned and had listened in to the end of this conversation and were surprised, again, verse 27, to find Jesus talking with a woman, because in that culture, for a man to be talking with a strange woman was not something that just happened. 
And so they're they're like, well, what does she want or why are you talking with her? But they don't ask it. They just start thinking these things. And they're wondering, did he eat something? That His disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said, I, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. And their minds are stuck in the physical realm while Jesus is talking about spiritual food. No one had indeed brought him anything to eat physically, but Jesus doing the will of his Father, verse 34, that was food to him. That was exciting to him. That was fulfilling to him to finish the work that God had sent him to do, that his Father had sent him to do. That was amazing to be a part of. And so even though he hadn't eaten anything or really had anything to drink at this point or really had an opportunity to really rest, he was revived because of this conversation, because of the fulfilling aspect of doing the will of his Father. In verse 35, Jesus asked, don't you have a saying, it's still four months until the harvest? There's a a time lapse between when the sowing happens and the reaping happens. But he says, I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They're ripe for harvest. And perhaps by this time, there's a group of people walking from the town toward his disciples, toward Jesus, coming out to meet Jesus. And he motions to them to look over the horizon and to see this group of people coming in from the town. And he says, look, the fields are ripe. They're ripe for harvest. Here is a group of people coming, and many of them will come to faith in Christ in this moment. Even now, the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. The the time of harvest was always a time of celebration in their culture. It's no different when it comes to the time of harvesting souls. That this time of salvation, people coming to know Christ as Savior, was a time for celebration. And thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. This could be a reference to John the Baptist and his ministry. It could be a reference to the Old Testament prophets and writers in the Old Testament and all the ministry that they had performed, laying the groundwork for the coming of the Messiah. And now they were there, Jesus and his disciples were there, to reap this incredible harvest of souls coming to the Lord through faith in Jesus Christ. And so, verse 39, many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. And so, when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed for two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. And so, there's a revival in this little town of Sakar at this ancient site of this well, of Jacob's well, and These people are coming to faith in Christ. These natural, what would be enemies of the Jewish people, now are coming to faith in Christ, again demonstrating that Jesus and his ministry and his offer of salvation and the church that he was about to establish was meant for everyone, no matter what their background was, no matter what their race was, no matter their color, no matter what former background they may have had that Jesus offered salvation to one and to all. And so they said to the woman, verse 42, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we've heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. 
What a testimony to know that Jesus really is the Savior of the world. And now you and I, too, we can know that Jesus is the Savior of the world. And we thank God that we can know that truth. Lord, thank you so much for being the Savior of the world. Thank you so much for being our Savior. That we can know through faith in you, we can be saved. We can know that because of what you did for us on the cross and that you rose again from the dead, that we can be forgiven of our sin, that we can be adopted into your family, that we can become the children of God, that we can know that heaven is our home. Lord, thank you so much for this conversation between Jesus and the woman at the well that, again, reminds us no matter our background, no matter our sin, no matter how much it seems like we are not qualified to ever be acceptable to you through what Jesus has done, through your love and your mercy and your grace, that we too are invited to become your children, are invited to accept this truth of Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, and that we can be forgiven of our sin. Lord, I pray that we would have the mindset of harvest workers looking to share our faith with those who need Jesus. Because, Lord, just like this woman at the well going back to her town, we have a message to share because of what you have done in our lives. And we can say that we too have found Jesus. We have come to know the Messiah, the Savior of the world. And we too have this invitation to place our faith in you, to place our faith in your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and that through our faith in you, we can be saved. Lord, I pray that we'd be faithful to share that message with those who need Jesus Christ in our families, in our communities, in our workplaces, in our schools. Lord, there are people all around us who need to know the truth, who need to know Jesus, who need to be introduced to Jesus. May we be faithful in that way. We ask now for this, and it's in Jesus' name that we ask. Amen. Well, thank you again for listening to Daily in the Word, and let me encourage you to share this podcast with your friends and your family. This is just one way of sharing the good news of the gospel with those that you know and love. What we share is the Word of God together. What we share is the message of the gospel. What we share is, for those who are believers, an opportunity to daily get into the Word of God, to read it, and hopefully to come to understand it and to apply it to our lives. And there is so much here, so much that we can share. And I pray that you would like and follow on the social media platforms. It's not just a, a way to promote a podcast, but it's a way to promote, I believe, the gospel, because that's what we're doing. We're opening the Word of God we're reading it together, we're explaining it, and hopefully it's becoming more understandable and more accessible to you. 
And I pray that you would want to share that with those people in your lives, your friends, your family. I would encourage you to subscribe in the podcast platform that you listen in, to rate it, to give it five stars, to help us in that way. That makes us become more findable, if that's a word, to people as they search for things that are related to Bible reading or Bible study. Again, we just want to say thank you. We're glad that you're listening in with us, and we hope to see you again next time here on Daily in the Word.